0: my partner at the time said you deserve to be in a place like that and then he'd know he knew that I was doing your course and he just turned around and said <laughs> and he said what would Emily do and I was like she would walk in there own like she owned the place that confidence that self-confidence and self-esteem and he said now I'm getting emotional talking about it now it's your time you belong in there just as much as anybody else and um and that was really the start of me walking into places like that
1: Williams, the founder of I Heart My Life and your I Heart My Life show host. I always say I'm just a girl from Ohio with really big dreams, and now I work from home running a dream business that helps you achieve your goals and create more joy in your life. This podcast is all about all the topics that really matter to you, and it's about giving you everything you need in one place: mindset, relationships, wellness, lifestyle, money, business, and career. We have it all. This is your one-stop shop for all things personal development meets lifestyle. So pull up a seat, get out a pen and paper, and get ready to learn. It's time to create a life that's better than your dreams with the I Heart My Life Show. This is episode 253, How to Stay True to Your Desires No Matter What Life Hands You, with Stacey Sargison. So I'm so excited to have Stacy on the show. She's somebody who was actually a part of one of my very first group programs back in 2015, and it's been such a pleasure to watch her blossom and transform and step into the life that she was born to live. And trust me, it has not been a straight journey. There's been a ton of ups and downs, a lot of surprises, including a divorce, a cross-country move, cross world move actually, (laughs) and she still persisted with what she knew she was meant for and capable of. She's somebody who definitely speaks her truth and this episode is very raw and real. She does not hold back. So if you are looking for some inspiration and looking for some motivation to stay the path and keep moving forward towards the life that you know you were born to have, this episode's for you. Let's dive in. Welcome to the I Heart My Life show, Stacey. I am so excited to have you here to be reconnected and to hear your incredibly juicy story about the last few years in your life and your business. So welcome. Thank you very much, Emily. Pleasure to be here. So why don't you take us back? I know we worked together. It was at the end of 2014 into 2015, I believe. And I'd love for you to take us back to that period of time when you were discovering the work you wanted to do, the business you wanted to launch, and you know, then obviously take us from there on the journey. Absolutely. So at that time, I had just stumbled
0: upon the fact that there was this thing called coaching coaching. And it sounded like it was everything that I was looking for that I didn't know. I wanted to help people, have my own business, travel around the world. And then your ad kept showing up on Facebook. This beautiful woman in pink in Paris, I think it was at the time. And I just was like, wow, that what a life that she must have. And you seemed so happy and and everything like that. And so I started to stalk you online as we do. And uh, I started to stalk you online and then you had a program that was, I think it was 6k in 90 days. And I thought to myself, wow, if I could create something where I could travel, because to me, that was the most important. I wanted to travel. I was traveling anyway with work, but that it wasn't really travel because you just go from the airport to the hotel, have your business meeting, and then you kind of come home. And, um, and so I just thought, wow, if I could make a living my London equivalent salary, doing what, could I really do this and swap that, you know, swap that financials? I just decided that it was the most I'd ever invested in myself at that time. But I just had a feeling and I thought I would be, can I swear on this or am I not allowed sure. to swear? You can swear. <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't want to swear, but I would be so pissed if I didn't take the opportunity. And that's, that's me to a T and, you know, would I be, would I regret it if I did it? or Would I regret it if I didn't? And regretting not doing it was just too much for me. So I hopped on into your, into your course. I think it was, yeah, for six weeks or something.
1: Yeah. I remember that. That was one of my favorite courses because I, I just, built it out of what I had literally just learned which was how to create 6k in 90 days and put it into a course and had amazing women like you come into it and there's still people I'm connected to who were part of that program who've gone on to do huge things so anyway super grateful for that so when you first started off what sort of coaching did you get into what were you you know looking to achieve what were some of those goals
0: well, I was so wet behind the ears. I hadn't done anything really. i just spoken to a coach and thought, wow, that's what I want to do. It, I had no business. I mean, I did sales, did marketing, like I had business acumen, but not my own. I had never created my own business. So I was like a sponge. I just listened. I didn't come thinking I knew everything. And it was also about who do I want to be as a businesswoman. And to be unapologetic, you were the first person that I'd ever heard, you know, use the word unapologetic and new normal. And I did those phrases resonated to my soul. And I thought, wow, actually, what type of business woman do I want to be? What type of coach? What does it even entail? And so everything, like I said, everything in the course, I was just absorbing. And then I thought, you know what, I'm not apologetic that This part of me that loves the material side and the experience and the travel and all these hotels that I'd always dreamt of going to but never felt good enough. There was a lot of self-worth that you'd helped me realize that these places are for me too. One of the things I remember, if it's okay to share, Emily, which was really the change in the trajectory of my life of owning the types of things that I desire to experience in my life. For my 30th birthday, I was taken to the Savoy in London and I had a panic attack with my then partner I had a panic attack outside because I truly believed I, I people like me didn't belong in there and that I would be found out or I just had this huge panic attack and my partner at the time said you deserve to be in a place like that and then he know he knew that I was doing your course and he just turned around and said <laughs> what would emily do and i was like she would walk in there own like she owned the place that confidence that self-confidence and self-esteem and he said now i'm getting emotional talking about it now it's your time you belong in there just as much as anybody else and um and that was really the start of me walking into places like that with confidence not you know not thinking i'm better than anybody else but just even walking into those places emily it was a game changer for me to be in that to be amongst other people as well who were successful, let's be honest, and saying, right, I'm going to take literally a seat at the table. Mm. So yeah, it was, the, it was the start of the rest of my life.
1: And where do you think that came from in terms of your desire for luxury and to be around beautiful things? <laughs>
0: Well, coming from a a woman, you know, a working class background, it wasn't really my norm. So for me, it was this inherent feeling that there must be more ever since I was a little girl. My mum had three jobs, my dad was in the Navy and then a policeman. So he was working all hours. And I remember seeing a Jaguar and saying to my mum and dad, like, oh, we could, can we get one of those? And they said, no, people like, you know, talk about money stories, but If we have that, Stacey, we we actually can't afford to live. And I remember, I must have been, what, six, turning around saying, we can live in a car. It's fine. (laughs) Like, I had no concept. And so it was just an inherent feeling that I just loved the pompous ceremony, being British. I just, growing up, seeing the Buckingham Palace and things like that, watching Pride and Prejudice, just thinking, I would love to live in those days. And then my parents turning around saying, no, we would probably be the house staff, Stacey. And I'm like, no, I don't think I would be. So to answer your question, I've always just loved just all of that stuff without, I don't even know if that's your question.
1: No, it does. And that's exactly what I believe. I believe we all have this, well, not all of us, but a lot of us have this inherent knowing or desire that we're meant for something more. And it's probably not what we experienced growing up. And so it doesn't make sense to the outside, you know, onlooker or to our parents or to some friends and family. But we just have this knowing that's what we're meant to do or who we're meant to be. And one of my biggest desires is that women just like yourself actually follow that because life will open up to you if you give in to your heart and continue to trust Mm -hmm. what you feel you're being called for. Absolutely. I couldn't agree more. You were the first woman who was
0: living that type of life that I'd always dreamt of saying you can do it too. And I'd I'd never heard that before. And in such a confident, no BS way, Emily, I remember crying on the calls and you so firmly, so confidently saying it's available for you too. You can believe that. And that's something that I have taken into my coaching practice, you know, and and really sharing with people. You were the first for me to be like, "This is possible for you too," without the looking down, mean girls vibe that I always thought I expected, you know, with yeah. my old limited mindset.
1: So, yeah, thank you for that. Of course. So that was six and a half years ago. So we know that that's just the very start of the story. So <laughs> tell us what happened next. You launched this business, and then was everything perfect? Oh yeah, (laughs) no. (laughs) So
0: I came out going, right, this is it. But the whole, you know, just showing up online and and having your own message and figuring that out. You know, a lot of people will say, okay, just they want it done in like that. It can be done if you've been doing it for a while, but if you're just out the gate, you've got to kind of move into it and feel into it and use your own language and go move through your confidence. So a lot of, for me was really confidence in showing up I now, you know, have no problem with that, but it was confidence in not being somebody else. It was really stepping into not just what type of business owner, what do I want to be, but what type of woman? How do I want to show up? Do I want to swear? Do I not want to swear? And it sounds really small, but they're huge when you're thinking of what other people are going to think. And as a recovering people pleaser, that was the biggest thing for me was to really publicly declare the type of life that I desire and go out with gusto and belief that this isn't just some nice, expensive hobby. This is going to be the rest of my life as being a business owner on my own terms. And so for the, for about a year afterwards, yeah, I think it was about a year. I was really I remember crying on calls and, you know, I'm not sure if anyone's going to pay for that or who am I to charge that? So I would say that the next few years were really me bedding into my own confidence because it was so alien for me. But again, that it takes as long as you really believe it's going to take. I honestly thought, well, this is going to take forever. So guess what? It seemed to take forever. <laughs> so um but once I'd really once I'd really decided that I'm going to be me, showing up In all my snot bubbles and, you know, sharing with the world what I'm going through, too. It's not all unicorns and rainbows. That's really when video started to go viral, Emily. And I remember being outside Tesco Express in Cardiff, like snot bubbles a bit and just being like, you know what, if you want five star, basically a rant video. And it just went viral and hundreds of thousands of people started to watch it. I hadn't done any Facebook ads at that point. And I thought, wow, people are really genuinely interested. They too want to leave their corporate jobs. So my business started really as helping people shift out of corporate. That was the beginnings of my business.
1: And so when people were coming to you, were they signing up for one-to-one or what was it that you were offering at that time? So at that time, it was just
0: one-to-one. I hadn't done any groups and I soon became fully booked, which was astounding I think I spent my last 40 pounds because my ex-husband said, right, you've got two weeks. I'm going on a business trip, right? Two weeks. And then you're going to go and get a job because nothing's coming in. Like, when is this thing going to take off? So that pressure was just immeasurable. And so I declared, I said, right, the universe, God, whoever, Galactic Council, we have two weeks to make this happen otherwise, or take the desire away from me, quite frankly. I just, I don't want to keep wanting to do this and it's not working. And it was a shift in and I know we hear this a lot, Emily, it was a shift in energy, though, of I'm doing this thing and I'm not even a willing to believe that it's not going to work. I'm just because I can't. I'm just not willing to do that. I spent my last 40 pounds. It was just I remember clicking the boost button on Facebook, not knowing what the fuck I was doing. And then I made twelve thousand pounds that week. I had programmed at two and a half thousand and I think, what was it? Five or six people. Yeah. Two, two and a half, five half. Five or six people decided and said, yes, let's do this. And I remember just being like, this is it. I can now feed myself, have finances coming into the house. And then that was it. I went from five, 10, 15, 20, traveling around the world. Emily, it was like a, just this dream, traveling around the world and meeting clients and doing intensive days and And having the best
1: time in my life. Wow. So I want to break that down a little bit because I love what you said about how it was a decision and you weren't available for the alternative. It just wasn't Mm -hmm. even, you know, part of what you could see. And so what else did you do during that time that you feel helped you bring in the money and make that shift?
0: Well, not just the showing up. It was also honouring and really getting behind unequivocally what I'm offering and the transformation that can take place for people that come into my world. There was no doubt in my mind, whereas before there was a bit of hesitancy, a bit of, oh, who's going to want that? I trusted that I had the desire to help these women in this particular way and that they would show up. And it wasn't. And truthfully, it was because I was at my the ends of my tether. Like I really had no option But you don't have to get to that point. I now do that. And that transformation happens quicker and quicker and quicker because it is just a decision. Mm -hmm. But it's a decision that verbiates through you that you are just like, I'm not going to be sorry that I want this or that this is what I'm going to offer people or I'm having this desire, even if it's for one soul, that one soul is going to watch something that I'm doing. And I stopped filtering myself, Emily. I really did. I said what I wanted to say, how I wanted to say it, to whom I wanted to say it to.
1: That's huge. I love that. And so behind the scenes, you mentioned your husband at the time. Were things unraveling in that relationship? Or what did that look like?
0: Yes. At the beginning, he was really supportive. I think it was more... I'm not a thing it was more okay you do that thing and he really did help me for a while not just financially but emotionally but then when I started to desire the first class I really embody I do want to go first class I'm tall I'm 6'1 I am tall i am one. i do not want to go in cattle class I want to lie down and rest thank you very much and I was coming backwards and forwards, all the travel, whilst he had different ideas. And it really, it just was very apparent that we were two different people wanting different things. My business was going, starting to rise up. And then he wanted me to be at home and not do that and have children. And I was like, "Mm, my business is my baby at the moment. And how and this is something I've only said a few times publicly, but my life changed through Facebook, and people messaging me through Facebook and meeting the most incredible souls. And my marriage ended through a Facebook message. And so for me, there was this huge wow, it can give me so much and it's just taken everything away. So the last, so I would have to say between 2017 to 2019, you know, navigating through a divorce, really practicing what I preach and that's it. I still showed up. I still like in France on my parents' sofa and, you know, when I was all my life was going to, well, it was just a lovely challenge, let's just say. And so no, it hasn't been perfect. And some could say it cost me my marriage or some could say it's, it gave me my fr- my true freedom. It depends on how you want to look at it. And I see it as the latter. I wish him the best in the world. That path just wasn't for me. And I was not willing to compromise on my heart's truest desires. Um, and now I'm in Australia with. The most incredible man, because I met a client here, you know, and then it, this it just all happened so beautifully. Yeah,
1: I want to hear all about that part of it as well. And I love what you've just shared. You know, thank you for being so vulnerable. But we see this a lot in um, the entrepreneurial space, especially working with women, running a business and starting a business. It's really the most transformational process you can go through personally. Mm -hmm. And so, of course, from the time that you get the idea to the time that things start to happen and you really do transform, you become a different version of yourself. And sometimes that doesn't fit the mold of the relationship that you started in. And so we've had team members get divorced, clients get divorced, and this is not like something I'm bragging about, but I am bragging about the fact that businesses have the power to transform you. And really, if you allow it to help you become the person you were always meant to be, because you do the inner work and you rise up and you start to follow your heart and your purpose. And that means you transform in a deep way. And, but that also means that your spouse might still be in the same place and might not transform along with you. Definitely. And I I have to say, whilst it was all happening, I was being true to myself. I
0: wasn't, and that's what I want to share. You know, like you said, it's not all doom and gloom and things, but it is also for the women out there that are going through this, you know, trust yourself, really trust yourself because I didn't do this to meet anybody else. I did this to be true to myself. I didn't force, I mean, everyone has their own beliefs around this. So I'm not telling you how to suck eggs, but I just wasn't willing to compromise in any area of my life. And I and I wasn't willing to say yes to something that it was a feeling a no. And that's what I teach as well. So there's integrity that was really important to me, that if people are watching me and looking for me for guidance, then I have to be the example myself, right? And, and it just looked like I'm not willing to pretend to be something I'm not and to not go and travel as much or go and spend that much money on what. Whatever it is I want to spend my own money on like I'm not sorry about that and I just I said if that means I have to let love go then I trust that it's for a reason and whilst like I said I wasn't looking for anything I just trusted that I would rather someone was with me because they really knew me than someone with me marriage or not being somebody that I'm not I'm just not willing to do that so yeah that's controversial but it's just how I feel
1: no I agree with you completely so that takes us to 2019. I'm sure that, like you said, you were on your parents' couch. Like I'm sure that that was so painful to go through in many ways. And how did you sort of start to come out on the other side? What was that transition process like?
0: Oh, this gets me emotional every time. I was not willing to let this be how the story ends for a long time. I have to say that whilst I was on an airbed that deflated that I dare not tell my mum for longer than I should have anybody that slept on an airbed and that clammy, horrible morning feeling, you'll know what I mean. (laughs) When I say that you wake up and you just think, what is going on and I felt for a long time very sorry for myself very well I did it and now it's all been taken away from me and then I just listened to podcasts I remember messaging you Emily and you said something about reaching out uh, listening to David Neagle I think that's how you say his
1: name I had
0: him yes I had him I had him in my ears I had Patricia Washington in my ears podcasts. I had no Wi-Fi at the time. So I'd go to cafes, download things. So then I could hear them in when I, you know, I did manage to get a flat because I borrowed some money off my parents, which, you know, hello, pride went out the window. And I just decided I'm going to practice what I have been saying for years. And so I showed up in cafes and just reminded people, more so reminded myself that it's possible to change your life. So I made a declaration that I'm going to prove to, I had to have the fire in my belly to prove to other people, most of all myself, that I could do it again. And then that was 2019 was when the woman watching me online sent me a message saying, I want to work with you. And I decided if I'm going to offer anything, it's going to be 15 grand. And I had the courage of my conviction. And this woman reached out out of nowhere, well, here in Sydney and said, I'm ready. I want to work with you. I love your passion. I love the fact you're so brutally honest. And if you can do it, maybe I can do it too. And yeah, she invested, paid in full. And I said, right, let's meet. And then another woman, because I was excited about that, Emily. So the momentum began. And I started sharing about how excited I am to see this client. And the client from South Africa said yes in Cape Town. And so within a matter of weeks, I was in Australia and I was just blown away.
1: Wow. So you were offering, was it like a 90 day package or what was the, what was the service? So at the time it was a
0: year long container but I, where I was used to charging that for three months but
1: my confidence wasn't there. So I
0: got behind something I could get behind at the time. Got it.
1: Thank you for sharing that. I think that's really important for people to understand because people always ask me how you price yourself. And I think it's important to stretch yourself, but you also need to feel confident about what it is that you're putting out there because people will feel energetically if there's a mismatch.
0: Yeah. So you got yourself
1: to Australia. Now we know that you're there right now. So mm-hmm. you and I have both have had lots of moves and transitions and have been all over the place. So when you got there, was this, was there a feeling like I want to be here forever? Like what came up for you that has created this environment as your new home now?
0: Oh, no i australia (laughs) full of spiders i don't think so was not on my bucket list the only thing on my bucket list was the opera house i remember messaging you the opera house and sydney harbour bridge seeing those things tick i'm in thank you very much i was here for five days originally to see my client Spent five days with her then i was heading back home via south africa and I, two days before I was due to leave my friend and I well she's now my friend but my client and I we were talking about what we're going to manifest and I said look if I'm gonna we're gonna go for drinks anyway long story short we ended up I ended up manifesting my my partner seeing him six foot seven really lovely I was like cool he's a bit of all right that thought nothing of it because I'm going in two days and then we went on a couple of dates and then he said you've never seen Australia I was like no snakes and shit no I'm all right thanks and I also used to know some Australian no disrespect to any Aussies what are uh, listening or watching but they were a bit arrogant in London when I used to live in London so I was like "Mm, not really not really my vibe and then yeah long story short he said I've got a waterfall I'd like to show you in a camper van and I was like a camper van like what Mm, i don't know if you know me but i love five star and then <laughs> but i thought why not and so on the day that i should have been leaving i instead of turning left this is a true story instead of turning left to the airport we went right and we went into the bush and we went and dri- you know dived in waterfalls and beaches and off the beaten track and one week turned into three months and then toing and froing, and then I came here just before the pandemic. And then when the pandemic happened, we just we, we no one knew what it was going to do. So I just thought, well, let's just stay. F- I'll, I'll just stay for a few months. And yeah, nearly two years later, here going through a visa process. Wow, that's such an amazing story. Completely it's- and utterly <laughs> fell in love when I wasn't looking for it. I was pretty okay being single. So yeah.
1: <laughs> wow. That's so incredible. And I love how following your heart by offering, you know, a certain program and meeting a client in another country and going to visit yep. that client turned into this full-blown relationship and your life in this new place. Yes. I mean, I still get gooses thinking about it and yeah. it's not
0: just i mean for anybody else you know, for anybody else listening as well, it may not be love, the female, the, the relationships that you make with your clients and the friendships that happen. And it's just a different, it's just incredible. And I am so grateful that I carried on and, and didn't give up when it really looked like what is going to come from this. I just had faith that you have the desire for a reason. You taught me that you have the desire for a reason, trust it because it, it really will have your back. In moments where I really thought it didn't, it was actually my saving grace and it stopped me. It helped me come out of a very dark time because the desire was the only thing I had. And so I latched onto it, trusted it, and it brought me here.
1: Mm. And the reason why we're here today is because you reached out to us to share one of your recent financial wins and up levels. And I know Mm. you wanted to share a little bit more about all of that and what you've learned throughout that process. So tell us where you're at today.
0: Yeah, thank you. So I actually reached out because I couldn't believe it. I mean, you do all the work, don't you, right, Emily? You do all the work, you have the belief, and then there's just certain moments sometimes when you look back or you think, this is actually happening instead of striving forward 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 you've been talking about this a lot on your social media which is why I reached out there was a moment when I sat and I thought wow that 15,000 year-long program I now charge the beginning is 20,000 pounds for a 90 minute transformational call and I remember thinking wow what it takes that level of belief. And sometimes you don't have belief, but it's just this feeling of I can't not do this thing. That's so don't always think you have to believe. It helps and it gets helps things a lot quicker, but sometimes just hold on to the faith, feel it. And so yeah, I do that now and I condense so, you know, a year-long program is now one call. And it's it's also the level of trust in yourself for what you're actually putting out into the world and honoring that at the level in which you want to honor it at. Does that make sense, Emily? So I just wanted to share with anybody. You're right. You know, it's not always about the money, but for a very long time for me it was, and I'm not sorry about that. But I had to do something and wanted to do something that was really following my heart and felt really that I had integrity without just trying to get money from people. And so now I'm sharing that type of price point and what I'm doing and hundred K that you know through pandemics and all plus whatever. That is because it's who you are being and what you utterly believe in. And I, I assure you, when you get behind whatever it is you're doing, 100% don't care what anybody says, that it not only changes your life, but it changes. It's a positive ripple effect. It will change every other person you come into contact with their lives because you're a woman or a man of your word. And the world needs more of that right now.
1: Wow. So let me just make sure everyone heard this. So you said you charge $20,000 for a 90 minute session or pounds, 20,000 pounds. pounds. So I think that's $30,000 for a 90 minute session yeah I love I, it I work quickly Emily I work quickly let's not miss, let's not piss around <laughs> no I love it I just want to make sure everyone gets it because so many yeah. people raise their prices when they see what other people are doing and it gives them that permission or it yeah. sparks something and it's like you know what actually my clients don't need a whole year why are we spending yes. that much time let's compress the timeline for them and do things differently so I just want to make sure that I really do. lands for everyone so you're saying that for you, it was a shift and also really owning the way you like to work, who you authentically are, what you want to charge, not caring what anyone else thinks. Like you said, paying attention to how quickly you can work and how much it actually takes to transform anything else that you'd recommend to people if they're in that place of, it's really a form. It's like the opposite of self-love to be charging too little and to be stuck in a place where you're not even able to pay your own bills because you're so nervous about what people are going to think and if anyone's actually going to buy. So anything else you would say to people to help them shift into a space similar to where you are now? The biggest the biggest one would be, your, like I alluded to, do
0: it your way. So for me, this was a very recent achievement or whatever you want to call it, because I just looked around and thought, why am I doing this Why am I doing just a three month program because everybody else is doing a three month program? You get to create in every aspect what you are doing your way. If that's one call, if that's two calls over six months or you get to have creative, was it creative license over everything you're doing. So have fun with it because that's also a different energy. I have fun. I'm excited for those people. And, you know, there's lots of other stuff, but I'm having fun again. I'm not just doing it like everybody else, because I think that's the only way. It's not. Your way is the best way because your energy will sell the thing before anything else anyway. As much as we hear that, it's true. Have fun. Dare to have fun in what you're doing. And Charlotte over there is doing it a different way. Like cool beans. You do you. (laughs) Love
1: it. And what are you most excited about coming up for you in the next chapter?
0: Oh my God, Emily! You're going to wet yourself when I tell you offline. I can't really say because I've shared and I've like signed an NDA and things. But it is a huge movement. Social media saved my life, like really saved my life, and it has such a bad rap. And so yes, I'm doing something that's going to be worldwide, pretty big. But it's all about us as a community coming together. And social media can be used for good. You just need to be a person that's speaking your truth and let that ripple in the world. So yes, expect me to be seen by millions doing something very exciting. That's all I can say right now. But find me on social media if you don't mind a bit of swearing, all of that fun stuff. But yes, that's it. Hannah. I can't really say much more, but more of of the same, but also something very exciting where I really, really am looking for people to, to, let's all make social media a good
1: thing. Yeah. Thank you for that. So the final question I have that we ask all of our guests is what is one way people can create a life that's better than their dreams? Stop listening to people
0: whose lives you're not inspired by like just cool, you do you right now. Focus, watch people who are doing things that you're excited by. Stop taking advice from people who are like boring. (laughs) I know that sounds harsh, but love and light, they're doing their thing. But no, please flood your ear holes with people like Emily who are doing things that you want to do and know that it's possible and just stay in your lane. I think you say that, like stay in your lane. Yeah, that's my advice to anybody and everybody.
1: And I have one more thing. So you are the founder or the creator, I should say, of JFDI. So need to give you credit for that one. Just effing do it. That's another (laughs) one that we use in all of our programs that people absolutely (laughs) love. And I feel like you're embodying that right now more than ever.
0: Do it, love. Just do it.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Thank you, Stacey. Where can people
0: find you online? stacey sargison s-a-r-g-i-s-o-n yeah under that handle on instagram or facebook or house of change is my free facebook group
1: thank you stacey i'm excited for what's next for you thank you emily i really really appreciate this time i hope you enjoyed this episode of the i Heart my life show now do us a favor and tell people about this episode it's truly our duty to make sure that the i Heart my life movement is spread far and wide The truth is life can be challenging, but it is possible for all women to love themselves and their lives. And while you're at it, send a link to this episode to three of your friends today, or maybe even post it on social media. Use the hashtag IHurtMyLifeShow. That's hashtag IHurtMyLifeShow.